What up, y'all? It's your boy Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We are back once again and thanking you. That's right. We are thanking you. Macon, Georgia, you were awesome this weekend. Had a great time. My girl Monique, my boy Tone X, and I, man, it was just uh it was just awesome. Awesome. So uh, let me tell y'all something. We're going to continue to take it to the next level, and we can't only do that with you, with you. So please, tell a friend, man. Well, this is what I realized. I was talking to one of my boys, and when people don't like something, they tell a million people. You understand me? The minute, the minute <laughs> they see something they love, they keep it to themselves like a secret. So, all I ask is if you like the show, man, please tell somebody. And if you and if you this is the thing, if you don't like it, tell them anyway. That's the way we're doing. Hey, it's your boy Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. The show is going to be incredible. This is Women's History Month. History Month. I don't know if you knew that or not. And uh, I've had I've been blessed to have like some incredible women in my life, from my mom to my my uh, my wife, my my daughters. I have some incredible women in my life, uh, people like Kim Whitley, who gave me my, my first job in Hollywood, or, or Monique, who, who put me on national TV every day. So uh, women are very strong in in our community. And um, and, and let's not forget Miss um, Madeline Smith, who is my right hand, my partner in crime. She's awesome as well. So it's Women's History Month, and I want to talk to some dynamic ladies, and we did that today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. We'll be right back. It's Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. When I come back, we're going to be talking to Ms. Reese Odom and Ms. Shanti Das. Oh, my goodness. Dynamic ladies on Rodney Perry Live. That's right. What did I do with my last five hours? Let's see. I was a dietitian, a housekeeper, a pediatrician. Yeah, that was a third degree boo-boo. A housekeeper, a sanitation engineer, a housekeeper. Good thing I have five-hour energy to keep me going. What will you do with your next five hours? If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is The Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. Hey, y'all, stay right there. We come back more Rodney Perry Live. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Rodney Perry, and I got a shout-out to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. That's the nation's largest group of broadcasting schools. Go to their website, www.gocsb.com, or you can call them, 678-205-2210. Connecticut School of Broadcasting. They got my back, player! What up, y'all? This is your boy, Rodney Perry. We are back, full effect. Um, this, my first guest today is um, is awesome. I mean, I had a chance to to meet her, but even before meeting her face to face, her work kind of just precedes her. Um, she's a professional uh, 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 and just a good person, man. And on top of that, she's getting it in. She's influencing young minds, you know. Um, and she's a hip hop uh, uh, icon. Uh, you can check out our website, thehiphopprofessional.com, or you can check her out at pressresetentertainment.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Miss Shanti 
Das. Shanti. What's up, Rodney? How you doing, sis? I'm great. How are you? I'm so grateful to be on your show. Thanks again. Man, I think you're just an awesome human being. Uh, You cannot be in the city of Atlanta and not uh, brush with Shanti Das. Um, (laughs) You do so much, so many great events. Um, The work you guys do over there at Piedmont Park, the the events under the tent is just ridiculous. ATL Um, ATL Live in the Park is such a class. One, it's a classy event, always. Um, Yeah. How are you able to consistently do classy, nice events the way you do? I mean, Rodney, you know, quite honestly, it's what you put out there. You know, Mm. we always try to offer our customers, you know, really good uh, customer service. Um, when we talk to the artists that are going to be on the show, we try to make sure that we speak to them and, and set the tone and set the standard, you know, out the gate. And so they know that we're kind of like no nonsense. You know, we want you to come out and have a good time. Um, we don't want the pan sagging all the way to the ground. That's not who we are. I'm not condemning it. But, you know, we, we're putting out a different type of event, you know, for our customers. And so we've been blessed. We're going into our fifth year starting April 8th. And so, you know, we have great people that come out. And, again, we just like to provide a safe environment as well as good quality music. Now, now, take, take me back, Shanti. You know, I mean, you, you, you're a record business exec. I mean, yep. you work with everybody from Outkast and Goody Mob to Usher and TLC and Tony Braxton. I mean, you're, you know, responsible for the soundtrack to our lives. You know, <laughs> you know, which is just an awesome. I mean, the nineties the is like, you know, that was your era, and and you're still young yeah. too, which is a trip because you know I, I look at you and I'm like, she's still twenty six. You oh, know, thank you. <laughs> and you put out all this great stuff. Take me, take me back to that time, and 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 how how you as a woman were able to to navigate those waters? So I got my start. uh, My first job, actually, Rodney, was in 1991. I was a sophomore at Syracuse University, and I came home and worked for a guy by the name of Keith Fry, and shout-out to Dee Dee Murray, who was the assistant at the time, who gave me the opportunity to replace her for the summer. So, you know, you're talking Mm. to a young college student, hungry, eager. You know, I'm an Atlanta native, and so – you know, being able to come back home to Atlanta and work in the entertainment industry was a real blessing. And so when I got my shot, I was like, I'm never looking back. And so I wanted to make sure I worked as hard as I could. And, you know, I would like to think I did just that. You know, I worked at Capitol for two summers. Then my senior year at Syracuse, graduated and came back home. And about four months in, I got my first job at LaFace Records. And I'll never forget, L.A. was like, okay, you ready? I was like, I'm ready. So I hit the road with Toni Braxton. She was opening up for Frankie Beverly and Mays. And I just pissed myself. I was like, wait a minute, okay, wait, is this really going on? And then I started working Outcast, and they had their single Players Ball. And shout out to them because this is their 20-year anniversary, and they're about to tour yeah. again. And so it was fantastic. I did a lot of work with Usher early on and uh, Goody Mob, as you mentioned. And, you know, we had Pink before she became Pink. And so, you know, it was just awesome. And one thing I tried to do as a woman to your question was just really 
carry myself, you know, in a certain way. You got to respect yourself first, ladies, you know, when it comes to this entertainment game. You know, we tend to get mad if guys treat us a certain way, but they're doing it sometimes because, you know, it's what we're putting out there. And so if I exude that self-respect, then hopefully nine times out of ten is going to come back my way. And on top of that, I just tried to let my work speak for itself. You know, I was the girl that was the team player. You know, after hours, I was in the club still trying to make things work for us and, you know, break these projects. And so it didn't stop when I left, you know, the boardroom or the office. You know, I worked really, really hard to break these projects. And so God blessed me to continue climbing the ladder. You know, in the business, when L.A. and Babyface sold the company, I went on to work for Arista, then moved over to Columbia Records, and then most recently ended up as executive vice president with Sylvia Rohn at Motown. So, wow, man, know, it's a, such, a, such a great journey. Um, I, I believe this, that everything a woman does is harder. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Be, just by virtue of being a woman. Um, sure. What have you had to sacrifice just because you were a woman? Um, for one, you know, I'm not married and I don't have any kids. Now, that is a personal sacrifice. You know, I can't blame that on the job. But the amount of hours and the type of job that I had was just very demanding. And so although there's been some women that I know that are really great mothers and have been able to juggle, excuse me, a family and career, for me it wasn't that easy. And so I had to make a choice. And so, you know, I chose to just keep continuing to chase after my career. So I sacrificed that. I think early on um, I wasn't really aware of, of, and I didn't really understand how to make sure that I was maximizing um, my compensation as a woman. And and, I started learning that there were men who were either not as, you know, uh, I won't say not as competent, but maybe not as successful as me, but they were making more money. And so I really had to figure out how to navigate that and get the right attorney on my team and even sometimes fight with my attorney to make sure that I was getting my just due when it came to compensation. So, you know, I really urge women to stand up for yourself, you know, do the research, find out what your colleagues are making, what your male and female counterparts are making, and don't be afraid to ask for what you feel like you deserve. You know, sometimes women, we don't do that. You know, we are happy to have that job or to be down, and we're just such a team player. Men, on the other hand, they'll be like, whatever, this is what I'm worth, this is what I want, and if not, I'll find another gig. And a lot of times we don't either have those, you know, balls um, or we just don't have, you know, I don't know, that instinct in us, that killer instinct where we're just going to go out there and fight for what we feel like we deserve. Wow. I mean, awesome to to hear you talk about that evolution because, you know, I'm raising five girls. So this month is really mm. important to me. I got five daughters, and, and they're at different stations, you know. And, and you know, I, I was talking to my daughter. She started running track. And I'm like, mm-hmm. she's like a gifted athlete, and she's not even mm-hmm. really going hard. You know what I mean? Right. And I was yeah. like, you have to be prepared to go harder than yeah. the than the rest of the people because, you, you know, it's, it's just that much harder for you. One, you're black. And two, you're a woman. Absolutely. And you, so you got to work twice as hard and really stand out above the rest. And that's what Man, I try to do. You, 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 constantly, you constantly give back. Um, talk to me about some of your philanthropic endeavors. 
So when I moved back home to Atlanta in 2009, I really was just going through a transition in my life. I, I decided to press my reset button, which is why my company is called Press Reset Entertainment. And I realized, you know, just, you know, God had been so good to me, and I needed to really start figuring out why I was here and what was my purpose. And so I felt like one of my purposes on life was to give back and help others. So I started doing smaller community initiatives that directly impacted, you know, some, you know, area or a community directly. And so first event I did when I moved back, it was right when the the um, earthquake had happened in Haiti. And so I was like, well, I'm back home, you know, I want to get my friends together. Let me do a party with a purpose. So invited out my friends, you know, for cocktails, and we ended up raising $5,000, which, you know, isn't a ton of money in the grand scheme of things, but we were able to buy $5,000 with the medical supplies and send it directly to one village and was really able to help that village get back on track. And so I was like, okay, this is, I get it. Like, my friends want to support me, so let me continue this. So I started feeding the homeless, you know, on Sundays after church, we would just go and buy food, whether it was from Popeye's, and, you know, we we tried to eat healthy as well, get baked chicken and so forth, and just set up shop, and I started feeding um, the homeless community over on Pine Street. And so two years ago, I ended up partnering with the Atlanta Mission. Now it's like my biggest event that I do is called No Reservations Needed. We do... Um, Teddy Riley partnered with me last year. Young Jeezy came out, and we fed over 500 men. And so we raised, though, even more food. And so hopefully, you know, that food was able to last for weeks to come. And, and that's a big initiative that I do. I also work with Jamita Moore, who's on WSB TV. Um, she's mm-hmm. a board member at the, at the Genesis Shelter. And the Genesis Shelter is over off Boulevard. And what they do is they take in about 18 moms every six, every six months. And the prerequisite is that the mothers, you know, have to have a newborn baby and they were homeless at the time. And so the Genesis Shelter actually takes in the moms and the rest of their family. You know, if they have a newborn plus, you know, two or three other kids, they'll take in the entire family, help the mothers get back on track. And so what I started doing with Jovita um, last Mother's Day is we pampered them. We were like, you know, these moms are working hard as it is. They probably never get any time to do anything for themselves. So I got all of my little celebrity makeup artists and hairstylists and nail teaks, and we literally pampered them for a couple of hours in honor of Mother's Day just to make them feel good about themselves. And I got to tell you, some of the notes that I received from those moms, like, really had me in tears. They're like, nobody's ever done anything like this for us. We never have time. It's all about our kids. And so, you know, you got to empower other women, sometimes with even simple things, to make them feel good about themselves. And it would totally change their perspectives. Um, on how they do things. And so, you know, this is our second year doing that. I do work with the United Way. I do a back-to-school drive every year. Um, so I do a lot of different, you know, community projects. In this. And also I'm setting up an after-school reading program with several elementary schools here. It's called Turn wow. the Page. That's my, that's my book initiative. Because although everything is electronic, I still think it's something to be said for sitting down and actually reading a physical book. So we're trying to promote, you know, reading in the African-American community. Wow, man, so awesome on so many levels. Let's switch gears. Um, mm-hmm. When you when you say Shanti Das, you think urban marketing, you think mm-hmm. artist development. Mm-hmm. Do our white counterparts understand how to market to us? Hmm. Well, uh, I can't sit here and say none of them do, mm-hmm. but it's a lot easier. <laughs> 
to market our music when you live in the culture and that you've been brought up in the culture. Um, It's funny, though, because you don't see a lot of black music divisions anymore. And so I do think that some of these people at these larger record companies think they can do it. Um, And to their credit, I mean, look at the charts last year. You know, there wasn't one that went number one on the Billboard Hot 100. But if you look at Justin Timberlake, and uh, Robin Thicke, it's funny, they were promoting urban music. And so it's like, wow. okay, do we, really need, do we really need y'all? And so I don't think urban music executives are going to die completely, but they definitely don't have as many of them as they used to. And I do think some of those um, gentlemen in the large record companies probably feel like they can do it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting subject. I talk about it to a lot of my, you know, old colleagues from the business. But the other thing I have to say, too, is I think as African-American executives, we got to make sure we're on our game, too, and that we are up to date on technology, you know, that we're forward thinkers. Um, because what I don't like to do is I don't like to use the race car and just say, oh, we don't get opportunities or we're not still getting this just because we're black. You know, sometimes right. we get lazy, too. So on the flip side of that, as African-American executives, we got to make sure that we're up to part with our other counterparts and that we're right. smart about it and that we are doing things that really, you know, I think streamline things as it relates to being able to have direct results to the bottom line. Sometimes I think we're lazy in that we don't work as hard as our white counterparts. And wow. so I don't want to place it all on them. I want to challenge us, too, to continue to step up and be the best executives that we can be. Wow. Let's talk artist development. Um, is that – do people still do that? I mean, because you look <laughs> at artists nowadays and you're like, you're like, who who is in charge of Justin Bieber? You're like, somebody, you know, would, would that would that fall on your plate, you know, if you were at that label? Would, yeah. would that Would that – you would end up with that task, am I right? Yes, absolutely. That That's the job of the marketing person is to handle um, artist development. I mean, as it relates directly to Justin Bieber, I think there was some level of artist development there. You know, shout out to Dan Smith, who right. not only was his vocal coach, but I think she worked with him um, from an artist development standpoint. But the thing about it is, you know, and I haven't actually physically been a part of a record label uh, in the last four years, but when I talk to my other friends that are still there, you know, they really just don't have the money to spend on artist development like we used to. And, you know, coming up for L.A. Reed and for Babyface, you know, well, Face Workers was all about artist development. I mean, we would work for an artist for a year or two and wouldn't put out a record until we felt like they were there, whether that was taking them through media training, vocal coaching, you know, doing a couple of different photo shoots so that they would be comfortable in front of the camera. Um, you know, we just went through all of that putting them on the road, doing test shows to make sure that before they showed up to do a real concert that they were comfortable on the stage and that they were with a performance coach and they taught them, you know, how to walk and move if any of that was needed. Um, but, you know, the money just isn't there anymore. Um, I, th- I still think people make a lot of money in the entertainment business, but I think there are various revenue streams and those streams have shifted. And so where artists and labels used to make a lot of money from record royalties, you know, now you're obviously seeing artists make most of their money from touring and the merchandise yeah. that they sell when they're on the road. And so, unfortunately, labels don't have as much of that disposable income that they used to have um, and, and be able to in, reinvest and invest back into newer artists from an artist development standpoint. So it just doesn't really exist. You might find one or two pet projects 
you know, that the president of the label, you know, is working on, and so they'll get some of those artist development dollars. But it just doesn't really exist. And so what you find now is you find artists really putting in the time, I mean, artist managers, rather, you know, taking an unsigned artist, investing their money, and really, you know, doing what they need to do to make sure the artist is up to par. Like, I think Jeff Robinson has done an amazing job uh, with K. Michelle, just like he did with Alicia, with Alicia Keys. Now, granted, K. Michelle had that show, Love and Hip Hop, I think that right. helped catapult her career, but I still think Jeff did a good job from an artist development perspective. And, you know, Falana Williams did a great job. Uh, really putting the time in with Miguel before he blew up. So you you still have those people that are out there that are doing it, but I think it's not happening as much as we used to see it, and especially in the Motown days. Like, it's definitely not like that anymore. That that definitely takes me back to 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 you guys your, your show. Um, you know, here here in Atlanta, man. Because the first the time ATL I saw Live. Miguel ATL Live, the first time I saw Miguel was at ATL Live. And yes, and at the time we were doing Monique, and I, I right. just remember coming down, going, "This guy's a star," and oh, I mean, yeah. and I, and I, and you could you could see it so live and clear, but it was on your stage though, and I was like, yeah. "Man, they're really killing it down here in the park." Oh, you, you still have that eye for talent, am I right? Thank you. I would like to think so, and I still love music, although I do a lot of. I'm doing work with my book now, being an author. I still have a love and passion for music, and that's why, you know, I wanted to continue to work with musicians. And so ATL Live on the Park is a great outlet, um, you know, for any established artist. Last year, I don't know if you were there, but R. Kelly jumped on stage and did Step in the Name of Love. And I was like, wait a minute. I had to piss myself. I think I got R. Kelly on my stage. Right. So it, it just it still promotes live music and just shows you people still love to get out and see artists, you know, perform if they really have that raw talent. And so, you know, you got to be able to sing with the band on my stage. You know, it's not a bunch of track artists, you know. Right. But we still want artists to know that there's something to say for getting in, you know, a performance studio and learning how to perform with a band and going out to tour. So, you know, it's just a good feeling. And we get a lot of record companies that support us, and, and they want to make sure that they come out and, um, and, 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 you know, really have the ability, you know, to have their artists on live when they want that you know, look in the marketplace. The hip hop professional dot com. Um, it's one of your sites. You you got so much great information on this site. Uh what's your goal with this one? Well, in particular with this website, I am really marketing to like young adults. So my mission as the hip hop professional is to become a global thought leader, um uh, inspiring the professional development of young adults with an emphasis on women. So this book, The Hip Hop Professional 2.0, really talks about my career and how I navigated through the industry as a woman, although there's been a lot of men that have read the book that I think have gained a lot from it because there are just, I think, a lot of good nuggets of wisdom as it relates to any industry and any business. But I want to be able to provide this platform to really mentor and help young adults as they are getting out there into the business. And, you know, of course, there's a, a special um, emphasis on the entertainment business because that's where my area of expertise is. But, like, for example, there's a section on the site called College Chat, and under that is a 5 for 5 student spotlight. So I've been speaking in all these colleges, and every time I run into a dynamic young student 
you know, I'm providing an opportunity for them to be spotlighted on my website. And it's almost like them, it's like how Rodney, if you got a feature in, you know, Essence or, you know, Ebony.com or whatever, and you can use that to send your preach mm-hmm. out, you know, if a, if a promoter needs it or anything. So for these students, if they're, you know, trying to get an internship or a job, they can use that five for five student spotlight to, you know, to use as a press clipping. So I'm trying to give them that exposure. I also have a blog section on there where I blog about different things as it relates to entertainment. Um, And I'm just, you know, really trying to promote um, as much as I can from a business perspective to help inspire these young adults and and keep them on the right track. The Hip Hop Professional 2.0 a woman's guide to climbing the ladder of success in the uh, – let me tell you something. Go get this book if you don't already have it. Let me just go and put Aww. it out there. Uh, it's, it's on Kindle, and, uh, but, but, you know, I think one thing you said that's important is also is that, you know, it's, you, you get the book and turn the pages. Because you know, yep. so, yep. we so we're so electronic, and I think it's kind of dis- disconnecting us on so many mm-hmm. levels. I agree. Um, Press Reset, uh, your company, Press Reset Entertainment. I think at some point we're all we will all have to press reset. And oh, when when you when you're when you're thinking about that, what was that moment for you when you when you realized you you had to press that button? You know what? I, my mother has Alzheimer's now, and it, that's been difficult dealing with that. She's actually in a facility in Charlotte. And so I was like, I'm too far away from her living in New York. I need to get back home so I can be closer to her. So that was something I had to do with my mom. Um, I had some health issues, and I just really wasn't being fulfilled as as I used to be. And so, you know, there comes a point where you got to listen to, you know, for me it was God, the Holy Spirit, and, you know, I don't know if everyone what your spiritual preference is, but whatever that higher power or being is that you look up to and listen to, you got to take notice, you know, and if mm. somebody tell you something, you know, don't run away from it. Now I can tell you press and reset can be really scary, you know, it can be very difficult if you don't have that nest egg and so forth, and so, you know, I try to tell people, you know, as much as you can, try to plan for it, try to figure out your exit or your strategy or whatever you need to, but you can absolutely do it, but you just got to be prepared. And so I think I took most of 2009 trying to figure out what was going on with me and my family and uh, just, you know, took that leap of faith, and I moved back home. And, you know, I've been an entrepreneur now for four years. Some months are better than others. I'm sure you can attest to that. Hey, Being yeah, an entrepreneur I know, right. And not having, you know, um, that two, that salary every two weeks is very difficult for me. But I can tell you, Rodney, I am so much more happier than I've ever been in my life. And I know wow. what is important to me and what matters the most. And now I'm chasing my dreams and going after a different career for myself, and I, I really feel like I am living in my passion and purpose and that God is going to open doors for me, you know, abundantly, like things beyond I can even think of right now because I'm just trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to be the best person I can be. I'm trying to eat healthier. Like I'm just in a different place in my life, and those 20-plus years that I was working, you know, in the entertainment business and working for somebody else, it, although it was great, I really was even sacrificing a lot of myself. I just wasn't mm. really taking care of Shanti. 
And so, you know, it, it's, it's a grind, but it's a good grind. And so I feel like I'm back in college now. I'm in the second act of my life. I'm this new kid on the block trying to figure out what it means to be an author, what it means to, you know, to speak and inspire others. And it's just great, though. Like, I, I can't even explain it. Well, I got to be honest. It's a pleasure to watch, you know, to be a fly on the wall at at an event and and, I, and to watch how you deal with people. I just think that's just dope, man. And and that's one of the reasons Aww. I wanted to have you on the show. You know, again, I his, I, you, we're always looking to to inspire people, man. When is the uh, the uh, the twenty fourteen season of 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 the uh, ATL Live on the Park start? We start April eighth. April 8th, we are within a month out, and we are so excited about it. So we go from April through November, and it's the second Tuesday of each month except in September because in September we do it at the end of the month around the BET Hip Hop Awards. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Wow, yep. man, Shanti, I, I can't thank you for coming on enough. Um, I, I'm, I'm such a fan. Um, she's an author, a philanthropist, an entrepreneur, uh, an executive uh, I mean, you you do you do so much, and what what when you're in your quiet space, mm-hmm. what is like? What is Shanti's time like? What do you do for you? For me, I I really love walking and I love nature. So I'm always trying to find some new trail in the city to venture out to. Um, I do like reading, although I don't think I do enough of it. Um, you know, I watch TV. I watch Scandal, like all these other gladiators. Um, <laughs> I love it. I do watch Scandal. I love House of Cards on Netflix. That's a new show of mine. But one thing you might not know, right? I'm a huge sports fan. I am a, a football. I have a woman cave in my basement. I do. You do not have a woman cave. <laughs> I got the Direct TV Super Fan HD package. I get every football game. Although I love basketball, football is my first love. And I'll even go to some. I'd rather be at a baseball game than actually watch it on TV. So yeah, yeah same here, same here. Yeah. Head. March Madness, Syracuse grad. Although we've screwed up this season, <laughs> hopefully in uh, the tournament we can gain back some of these uh, games we just lost. But I'm a big Syracuse University uh, sports fan. So I just I love life, Rodney. You know, and I like helping others. You know, I mentor a lot of young kids in my personal time and. And then more importantly, my family. I have six nieces and nephews, you know, the, the times I can still spend with my mother, you know, who has Alzheimer's. And that's the next book. I'm going to write a book about um, being a child living with, you know, a, a parent that has Alzheimer's. And so I'm working on that now. I want to help to raise some more money to, to really um, help uh, provide more information to the African-American community because I just don't think we know enough about it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, I'm a regular chick. I'm from southwest Atlanta. It don't take a lot to make me happy. I can help. I don't have to uh, go to Chops and Bones and all the high-end restaurants. You can take me to Red Lobster. And I still have a good time. <laughs> have a good old time. It's all so, good. Uh, Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned to the Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Ms. Shanti Dodds. Uh, check her out on Twitter. She's at uh, Shanti, that's S-H-A-N-T-I-D-A-S-404, Shanti Dodds 404 on Twitter and Instagram. Miss uh, yep. Shanti Dodds, man, you dope, man. So are you. Oh, my God. I mean, I, could, I was like, Roddy wants to interview me. Like, okay. Like, that was a big deal for me. I'm such a fan of yours, and I want to commend you on everything that you're doing. And every now and then we'll have comedians that come up for about 10 or 15 minutes. So you know you got to come to ATL Live this year. 
You know, uh, you I'm, 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 I'm a huge you fan of the show, and I, I will be in the place. We have you hosted or have you come up, or we, we just got to have that Rodney Perry love. So I'm going to call Madeline so we can hook that up. It's it's done. It's done, Shanti, without even no hesitation, because I'm already a fan of the shows, man. I think they're awesome. And, and then, you know, just for us to connect, I was like, yo, just really a dope lady. You you are a legendary award recipient. and uh, And uh, it, it was just dope. So we're, we're, um, we're connected now. So, uh, again, thank you for coming on the show. Anything that I didn't cover, anything you want to cover? No, just I just let people know that they can also buy the hard copy of my book at my website, uh, uh, com. Oh, what? Okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I got, I got some. I got a special call. I want to talk to you? Hold on, let me see. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, you on with Shanti Doss? Who is it? Shanti Doss. Yes. How you doing, sister? This is Monique. Huh? Oh my God! When I tell you, I'm I'm sitting here listening to the interview, and your interview is so refreshing, and I just thank wanted to you. say thank you for your hustle. Thank you for your fight, and thank you for knowing your worth. It was just Girl, so refreshing to, to hear that interview. I'm such a fan of yours and respect your hustle. I'm just trying to live and and walk in you guys' shoes. All the women that came before me to make it happen. This is such an honor to talk to you. And it's an honor to talk to you, sis. It uh, it thank was. Thank you. As I'm listening, I'm just smiling. I'm like, listen to this beautiful sister. Like. Aww. Thank Just you. so refreshing. Thank you, sis. And thank you, Rodney. Thank I you, love Rodney. you, Monique. That was awesome. And you and on that race. I'm going to just say that. Just in case. No, 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 no. You, that's what you're not going to do, Ms. Monique, is talk about, <laughs> first of all, if you saying on your mark, get set, go, you can't leave on get set. Rodney, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. See, Shanti Doss, this is what I deal with, sis, okay? This is what I deal with. Don't do that, Rodney, because you know, let me say this, because I don't know. I don't want to lie. I'm trying to be a better person. I did go on, okay? I did, Rodney. Hey, hey, all all jokes aside, though, Mo, let me tell you something. You look incredible, and it ain't just looks. It ain't just looks. You was really fast. Like, I was glad you left early because I might have lost anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, brother, I'll challenge you to another one when we meet again. When we Mommy, meet again. I love you, baby. You before you leave? Yes, ma'am. I just want to say, um, in honor of, of Women's History Month, the fact that you called in to just say some positive words, I know you don't know me, but you listened to the interview that's what it's all about. Sisters, we got to support each other and uplift each other more. And so I just, for even calling in and taking two minutes out your your day to support another woman, I think that's a big deal. And I think their power in numbers, and if we continue to support each other as women, it's so much more we can do than to shoot each other down every five minutes. You are so right, sis. And I appreciate you saying thank you to me, but I was obligated to call. Mm-hmm. That, that's our obligation. So, and it was just an honor to hear your, it was very, it's very rare that you get someone to be 100% honest. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to hear you say, I'm the happiest I've been right now. 
Oh yeah, and it hasn't been easy, but that that is called God, who taught me what transparency really is. Mhm, mhm. So I say to you, sis, keep going, keep pushing. Thank you. And for all the Thank sisters you. listening, please go get her book. Because she has something to say, and it could be a young sister out there right now in a little small country town <laughs> that one is so bad but don't believe it's available. So for all the sisters listening and brothers, please, let's support this sister. Let's keep her going. And all the best to your mom too, baby. Thank you so much, and I hope to, to see you soon. Thank you so much. Yes, God bless ma'am. You. Rodney, I love you always. I love you, baby. Talk to you. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. All right, baby. Bye-bye. Wow, that's crazy, Shanti. Rodney, that's crazy. Okay. Man, you are that's the crazy. baby crowd over here. I'm just like, God <laughs> is so good. I, no, you don't understand. Some days, and, and we talked about it, it's really not easy trying to go after your dream. Some days I'd be mm. like, okay, God, am I doing the right thing? You know, am I impacting lives? Am I trying to, you know, help people be better people? And, like, man, you just, this interview made my week. I can't even, this is the best way to start off a week right here because God is so good, and I know I'm going to keep on going and doing what I'm trying to do. Hey, you know what? That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Ladies and gentlemen, she's on the show. She's an inspiration. She's inspiring us, and we're inspiring her. Uh, thank you, Shanti Doc, for popping on the show today, man. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. And if you have any more callers that call in, I'm going to give you two books to give away. You just have Madeline get me their address, and I'll mail them out to them. Hey, y'all heard it. That, that's how we get down. Shanti Doc's doing giveaways. What? Come on. <laughs> I love it. All right, sis. Thank you. All right. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. That's my girl, Shanti Doss. She came on and blessed us today. Thank you so much, Miss Shanti Doss. What? It's Roddy Perry. You If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. When it comes to being better, what's better? Being better or worse? Better! Okay, and what are you better at? I'm better at telling jokes. Okay, let's see what you got. Knock, knock. Who's there? Queen. Queen who? Queen my dishes, please. Every morning is the same. We say hi to Mrs. Williams. We let everybody and their mama merge. And the one bright spot? McDonald's, where we get one of those sweet and creamy iced coffees. Enjoy. Thank you. Caramel. Every day. Hazelnut? McCafe iced coffee. Vanilla, hazelnut, or caramel. The choice is yours. Tomorrow, we're going for a frappe. Who are you? The simple joy of surprising yourself. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's your boy Rodney Perry. We're back live. Um, I got a super talented actress I'm bringing on momentarily, Miss Reese Odom. But before I bring Reese on, I got to go into my own personal history, you know, my own personal women's history. Uh, one of the uh, ladies that are most near and dear to my life, Mama Venice, you on the line. Hey, Rodney. This was really awesome today. I was just going, you know, like, listen and not say anything. Uh-huh. And the young lady, uh, Shante Duff, yes. she was just um, so stimulating. Um, her energy and her her love that exuded, and I think Monique made the point 
uh, and, and it really resonated with me. I had to call. I was saying to Madeline, I wasn't going to call, but she said a buzzword, and that was helping her mom. And you know, uh, what we're doing in our family is you helping me to get well. And uh, I, it just touched me, but, but I, I didn't know it was such thing as Women's History Month to today either. Ah, see, we 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 learn stuff every day, Mama. Hang on the line. Yeah. I'm a. You think you like Shanti Dawes? Wait till you hear this young lady's story. I just want story. to say one thing, and I, I'm a listen. But the yeah. word charisma is what these women have. Mm. That's what they have. They don't even know it, but they have it. Charisma. I love it. Okay, Mama. All right. Well, hang on. Okay. We gonna um uh I'm gonna bring on Miss Reese Odom. Hey y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You tune in to Roddy Perry live. That's right, live. It, people call in if you want to. I'll put you on the line. Uh, the number seven one eight three zero five six three eight three. Thank you for the surprise call from Miss Monique. What? Come on, y'all. We doing it. It's Rodney Perry. Don't go nowhere. We we'll right back, y'all. Right back. Force down, coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field. Look for anyone with an O. Let's kill them. With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> we will win this for Mother Russia. Coach, eat a Snickers. Why is that, Chief? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better? Better. Now let's go work! Yeah! Go get him, guys. You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. Hey, it's your boy Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. It's time to get my friend on the line, man. I met this lady, and we kind of, you know, pass each other. Then we end up working on a project together. And when I tell you, first of all, let's talk about the Atlanta community of actors and actresses and comedians. It's really a close-knit circle, like, of us. And so you see everybody, like, at different events and stuff like that. And this lady, her star is about to blow. She's super talented. She has a project on the streets right now. But she's just a dope actress, and it's Women's History Month. So I wanted to have her on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, my girl, Miss Reese Odom. What's up, Reese? Hey, Rodney. I can't even believe you have me on the show. I'm excited. You Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I am, I am on Rodney Perry's show. And, and Monique comes in with Shanti Dodd. I'm like, Ah, I I'm like, am I dreaming? <laughs> no, but thank you. Thank you for having me on. Man, you're you're one of those actresses that it's just a matter of time before the world knows. Um, how exciting is your journey? I mean, much like Shanti was saying, I mean, it's, it's beyond words because I've, I've been through a lot to get to this point, you know, and to get to a point of, of knowing what my purpose was and where I was supposed to be. And, you know, I've been to L.A. and back. I, you know, I'm from Atlanta, born and raised, but I lived in L.A. for five and a half years. And when I came back to Atlanta was when God said, Okay, you asked me what was missing, it's this, do it. And I've wow. been doing it for the past three years. And I I have never felt more alive, ever, in my entire life. And I just, I mean, I'm thankful to have met people like you with the like spirits and energies that, that keep us, you know, kind of on that same energy level that we need to be on in the entertainment industry. Like she said, it's a, it's a hard industry to be in, even on the music side. But think about on our end of it. The film side is just as hard in those different ways. So 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you need to be, like, very solid, you know, in your faith and, and whatever moves you and whatever keeps you grounded. And, I mean, that's the only thing that's kept me going. And God's vision and God's plan for me has been crazy. Well, well, you know, you know, let, let's talk about faith because I, you know, I, I tell people all the time, if you're a, if you're an entertainer, this is the most faith based profession you can be in and not be a pastor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, there are moments when you just don't know where the next check is coming from, or you don't know, and you just have to go, God, okay, you had me before, and I know you're gonna have me again, so I'm not gonna trip. Um, exactly. Take me back to some of those moments for you. Well, I mean. And we, like she said, and you said, we all go through them. And it's just because of what we've been through to this point, I think God prepared me for that. Every little thing that happened in the past where it was like, okay, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? Of course, I've always had my family, which is a great source of, of who I am. But it was always God. I mean, like, when I went to L.A., you know it's crazy expensive out there. I know, right? I always, I always made it. It never ever faltered like God never left my side so to be an entertainer now and to be grinding the way that we do to to get to the next project because it's what we love and we're not doing it for the money I mean it's great to have the money to come with it but the 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 true entertainers enjoy the work and they pick those projects based on the work and it's like you don't always get those huge paychecks from that, you know, the work that has the best script. And you're like, no, but I believe in it, and it feels good, and I want to do this. And, you know, much like Monique, I mean, her career is insane, and and I'm such a fan of hers. And it's just to be able to have women like that to look up to and to know that they did what they felt they needed to do to get to where they go, you just kind of, you, you aspire to, to do what will make you proud. And, and everything that I do with God being my source of all, it's like, it's amazing. I mean, it just moves me. And, and it's, let let I know him use you. <laughs> let him use you, Reese Odom. We are like, <laughs> we're walking testimonies, Rodney, literally. I know, right? And, well, let, let's, know, let's, let's testify about this, Reese. First of all, okay. I'm, I'm uh, you know, we, I'm stalking your Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I'm on your Twitter. First, this 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 set of photos that you just took are Aww. completely gorgeous. Um, oh. as a matter of fact, let me make sure everybody see what I see. Do yourself a favor. Go to uh, Instagram dot com slash Reese Odom. That's R E E C E O D U M. Or you can check her out on Twitter. She's at Reese Odom there as well. And man, I tell you, this this last group of photos. You know how you take those pictures that you're like, man, I don't feel like taking these doggone pictures. These are some awesome shots. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, shout out to, I mean, I, we got together in a weekend because I was like, I need some new shots, and I really wanted to, you know, get some people that I believed in together. And we made magic, and it's crazy. It's a 21-year-old photographer. His name is wow. Xavier. He has focused my photography here in Atlanta. And um, he's following his passion, too. He's a graphic artist, but he has his photography business. We have Nia Ward. Nia, Nia is one of my really good friends. She styled me. She did my hair. She did my outfit. She picked all of them based off of ideas. And then my makeup artist, CJ, she, I mean, it's just like crazy. I mean, when you get a whole, like a group of passionate people together, it's just that's what happened. And that was in one day. 
one day of like, let's just do this and do what we feel. And there you go. So thank you for saying that. I love them too. I can't wait to like really put them all out there. So you can you can pick this this, this next thing I'm about to talk about. You can go get this right now. Um, the name of the project is uh, Lesson Before Love. Sometimes mm-hmm. the toughest person to learn love is yourself. Um, yes. You're one of the stars of this film. Uh, yeah. Tons of awards, uh, all this, all these great accolades, and uh, you know, and you're no stranger to, to to getting the work in. Tell me about this project first of all, and and how it came to be on your plate. Well, it was it, again, it was fate. God had it so that it was going to happen. When I first moved back home a few years ago to be closer to my family. Um, I got my first web series, which was, you know, out of the blue. A friend of mine who's an executive producer, he executive produced this film. His name is Scotty Singleton. He suggested me to a director-writer, Dewey Gerard, and he gave me an opportunity to do a short. I did the short, mm-hmm. and after doing the short, he, that was called Lost Camera Action. It's been on a lot of blogs and stuff, too. It's a great little 10-minute piece. He has great messages in his work. And he said, well, you know what, from your work as this character, I want to offer you a role in my feature. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> this, this, wow. I didn't have to audition. I didn't do any of that for that film. And it just felt right. I had my parents like, you just got back home and, you know, you found a job. Let's just, you know, let's stick to the, you know, what's traditional. My parents have been together 40-some years. They're just right. very traditional. They believe in you, but they're traditional. I got into this particular opportunity. They were going to shoot it in another city. I was like, I'll figure it out. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. The minute I said that, God was like, oh, she's serious. And then all of a sudden mm. they called and they were like, we're going to shoot it in Atlanta. So you don't have to worry about getting down to New Orleans. I was like, are you kidding? And the rest is history. We shot it in 2011. It got into um, Urban Media Makers, Bronzeland, Hollywood Black Film Festival, all of it. It got into limited theatrical release the year later, and then the next year we got distribution, and now it's out on DVD. <laughs> That's one of my first films. I can't believe it. Wow. Now, we met on the set of another project that you were one of the stars of. Um, oh, wow, talk yeah. To, talk to the, um, the, the journey in terms of this, because when you're an actor and you're not a household name yet, you, you, you just you just work for the love of the art, and what I try to explain to people all the time is like most of us are first generation entertainers. We you don't have an uncle that was a singer or a, a daddy that was a you know a blues a saxophonist or nothing. So when what's the conversation when you tell mom them that yo this is what I'm doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 a real conversation that you have to have and because a lot of times, you know, people who don't do what we do, Rodney, they don't get it. They don't get how and why we can go like and say, I don't want that sturdy, you know, job of twenty years and and, and you know, all this stuff that goes along with it, the retirement, this, that, and the other. It's just not for everybody. And, you know, to to have that conversation with your parents and, you know, I've actually had a family of, of very much, you know, I've had artists in our family, but to have yeah. that conversation with my parents wasn't very hard because they had already experienced it. Oh, my nice. brother's an actor, I'm an actor, and we have cousins that are, but 
they just had to adjust to the fact that, okay, they're adults. We support <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. That, but, that's not my baby, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute now. That's not my baby. <laughs> <laughs> but the minute that they see it and they know you're happy, you know, they yeah. have supportive parents, they're like, my parents have seen Lesson Before Love every single screening. Wow. I'm not kidding. They know it by heart. For my last film, Prison by Love, it was a domestic violence piece that I did. And they, my dad was insanely upset to watch it, but he watched it. You know, right. he was being a battered wife, and he was angry. <laughs> but that particular film got great you know, accolades as well, and I was the lead. I was the lead. That was last summer. Mm. But then meeting you again, I mean, we met, like, with Terry Vaughn, I remember. It was a while ago. But mm. the last film that you and I did, at the end of last year, that was just like, that was all God because I hadn't, I had just screened my my project that I finished the year before, but we got that work and it was just all out of the air. It was like I'm working with Victoria Rowell, with Darren yeah. Henson, Rodney Perry, Carl Payne, and I'm in the principal cast. I was like, what? Like when I took yeah. the role, I had no idea that all of you were in it. I had no idea. I knew of Darren, and I was like, wow, that'd be great. That'd be cool. And But then when I got to the table read, and they were like, you know, Victoria Rowell walks in, and I'm like about to faint. I'm like, are you kidding? I know, right? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's Drew Stella. <laughs> Drew Stella from The Young and the Restless is in. I know. And, that, that, I, I, that's I, when I you, be, you start Instagramming, like uh, on the sneak Instagram, though. Like, yo, I got it. I'm sitting there with next to Drew Stella. <laughs> yes, literally, literally. Can she borrow my pen? You know, like that's the kind of stuff where, you know, when you look at what we do, it's not like you're starstruck. When you are, like, aspiring to do what these people have done for 20 years or even just a few years and they're doing it, much, many congrats to you because I am so proud of all that you've done, too, as my friend and, and all of what you've accomplished. It's, it's, it's one of those things where we all – like have those moments where God's like, see what I have planned for you? Hmm. And you thought that you wanted that. Just let me do it. You know, and it's like, okay, I'm letting him do it. And it's all just unfolding so amazingly. So, like, to all the women out there who are, like, ever questioning, you know, those gut feelings, it's like you really, truly have to listen. Once you listen, and like Shanti was saying, you, once you listen, you, you have a sense of peace. And, yeah, it might not make sense to everybody else, but they'll start to watch and see your testimony unfold because it's all supposed to happen. Wow. Man, such powerful words, y'all. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Ms. Reese Odom, actress. Uh, and just, just like, this is what's dope about this show. I only talk to people I want to talk to, first of all. I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not driven by, you know, any other motive and, you know, as myself and Madeline Smith, we're, we always, like, kind of, you know, looking up, up the road. And I was like, we got to talk to Reese, man. She got a project out. But on top of that, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a fly on the wall. Like, I'm, I'm the ultimate people watcher. So, you know, a lot of times you see me, like, you know, I'm at a party. I'm, I'm moving around, talking to people. I'm watching everybody. And, and to watch you. Reese Odom, you know, the way you carry yourself, you always have, like, this this regal air of yourself, but not like you're above anybody, but, like, you're, um, like, special. And do you, do you feel that way? And how do we get our daughters to, to walk that way and, and to walk in that? 
Wow. Uh, I, I appreciate you saying that about me, right? <laughs> I'm just like, I, I, I honestly attribute it to my parents. Growing up, you know, I was very blessed to have both my parents in my life, and um, not that you have to, but any and all, any and all interaction with adults, and that we can give our girls that confidence to know you are, you are beautiful. You are able to do whatever it is you want to do. Just set your mind to it, and hold yourself at a regard that that we hold you. You know, what I'm saying that we know you are like. We know that you are royal by blood because we are. I mean, we we are those people need to respect ourselves first. Much like my film says, you have to love yourself first. And you know, I it's been a journey to truly become like that person that young girls and women can all look up at and say, you know what? She was always true to herself. She always you know, always had these groups of friends that, you know, were similar and had, like, great energies. And I surround myself with those people that, you know, we uplift each other. Mm. So, you know, as women, we truly have to uplift each other. But the parents and the people that, you know, are raising children need to also uplift them at a young age because those are the ages that they're most impressionable. And, you know, I try to do that even with my nephews, you know, so that, you know, no one ever questions who they are until someone makes them question who they are. And then you have to be able to be strong enough to say, you know what, no, that's not true. I am great. I am beautiful. And fight off the negativity. So all I have to say, I'm very wordy in that because it means a lot. I've been through a lot. Um, My parents are like my rock. My sister has always uplifted me, my brother. Everybody in my circle has been amazing, and you too. I mean, just you saying that makes me feel good about myself. So we have to do that for young girls and young boys so that they all love themselves and so that they can project that to other people as well. Well, awesome, man. Reese Odom, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Uh, you got projects coming out. What's next? Well, I have a project that I did book for next month, um, but I can't really talk about it yet because they haven't given me the clearance to, but it's going to be exciting. I'm part of Principal Cast, Principal Main Cast. It's another feature film. It's going to be a a different kind of character, so it's going to be fun and and not anything you would, you know, nothing crazy because I always do things that are respectful. (laughs) Right, right, right. It's one of those characters that I haven't done yet. So it's one of those things where it's like, ooh, I can't wait. What about you? You have some other stuff coming out too. I'm excited hey, I'm, about I'm top secret too. So I'm, you know, I can't talk about it yet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, if they, if everybody can go and check out Lesson Before Love on BestBuy.com, Amazon.com, and BarnesandNoble.com for us, we'd really appreciate it. Hey, consider that done. The name of the film is Lesson Before Love, um, and my girl is on the cover, you know. Yay. I mean, there's, there's some other people on there, but, you know, don't even look <laughs> at that. The <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't look at the other people. That to me again and Peyton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking to them right now. They ain't on. We don't care about them. No, I'm joking. So <laughs> <laughs> but it's less than before love. You can buy it right now. You can, uh, Matter of fact, if you're at your computer, you can click over. You can put me in a small window, click on it, and go and check it out. Uh, again, uh, my friend, her name is Reese Odom, 
And, uh, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on today, man. And um, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And I talk to who I want to talk to. And you want who I want to talk to today, Reese Odom. You can check her out on Twitter. She's at Reese Odom. That's R-E-E-C-E-O-D-U-M. Or you can check her out on her Instagram, and that's Reese Odom as well. Reese, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to come back on your show one day. Hopefully you want to talk to me again. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Don't even say that because I'll have you back on next week. You know, that's the type, you know. <laughs> do it for the vine. I ain't going to do it. Okay. <laughs> no, no uh, thank you. Thank you so much I, for celebrating women. Seriously, we appreciate you. You know, it, it's it's definitely it, it is definitely Women's History Month, and I wanted to make sure that um, that we definitely you know had a chat with you. And uh, you're awesome. So uh, have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hey, y'all. Uh, y'all heard her. her name is Reese Odom, and this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in Rodney Perry live, Mama. Any last words? Hey, Women's History Month. Yeah, it was good, right? Yeah, I tried to hang up a bunch of times, but I couldn't. You couldn't go, could you? I had you come. I couldn't do it. I wanted to do it, but I couldn't hang up. (laughs) Mama, um, first of all, thank you for coming on. Uh, People been asking about Mama Venice. People been asking about, say, well, your mom, how your mom doing? And uh, I shared with them what you were going through, and I posted a picture of you yesterday on my Instagram, the picture I sent you. And... um, I just want to say, Mama, you're awesome. You're an awesome lady. I love you back. I love you back. I love Monique. That's my child, too. Yeah. But where did you get that picture from? Because I was 26 years old on that picture. I know, right? Lucy uh, Lucy sent me that picture. She, she oh, yeah. It she to took me. it in my apartment. I remember. Yeah. My sure sister. Did. Yeah. yeah so. But thank you so. for being there for me, Rodney. You've been, you've been more than a son. You've been my friend. And my confidant, and I just love you. Wow, awesome! Hey, it is Women's History Month, so we're talking to historic women. One of them is my mama. That's right, I said it. Uh, let, let's do this. I want to. I got a couple of calls coming in, Mom. You can help take me. Help me take a couple of calls. Uh, Jamal from Baltimore, you on live? Rodney Perry live. Say, I uh, just was hitting Reese. Uh, she's one of uh, up and coming actresses, and um, I'm a big fan of hers. And um, I just hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Reese might still be. Reese, you still on? Hello, I'm still here. <laughs> Jamal wanted to say hi to you <laughs> again. <laughs> hi, Jamal. How are you? All right, yourself. Uh, hey, I'm... Rodney, I'm a stalker too. <laughs> a Twitter stalker too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, Rodney, she's a down to earth person, and um. I just like I'm so excited just to know her, and uh, I hope she just blows up. And she's an exciting woman. And I'm proud to know her, and uh, you uh, you should be happy to have her on your show, Rodney. I, I am, I am, and uh, <laughs> you ain't really stalking this woman, though, is you, Jamal? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. I don't want my show to be the reason you found. No, no, no. <laughs> nah, we we are stick together. We are stick right. together. <laughs>
Buckle your seatbelt. You understand me? Because Jamal look like he he might be standing outside your bushes right now. <laughs> well, he called. He called on the other show too. Actually, he's a really you know seemingly nice guy, and he he has been on my Twitter. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't put all that out there like that. But I know, right? Now we we joking, uh, Jamal. Don't don't was, be playing. Yeah, we're just joking. He's he's he says he's the president of my fan club, and I appreciate all night. that. But you know what? We all need those people. I said at the top of the show. When people, and this is very powerful, when people see something they don't like, they tell 100 people. Now, when they mm-hmm. see somebody they do like, they don't tell nobody. So to have those human beings that's willing to say, hey, man, this lady is dope, that's very powerful. So thank you, Jamal. We appreciate you. Let me let me, let me take one more caller. Uh, uh, from Detroit, Nick Cash. What up, though, Rodney Perry, man? Big fan. Uh, I love the show today, man. Shanti Dodds, Reese Odom, two powerful women. I heard both of their message. Um, I'm also an aspiring comedian, and uh, I also host a show on Blog Talk, but I was just stopping mm-hmm. by showing you some love, man. Big, big fan, and shout-out to the women that you had on here, including your mom, man. I really enjoyed the show. Wow. Wow. Hey, man, thank you so much for taking the time out to call, and the best advice I get to any comedian, man, is just don't quit. The only way you lose this game is if you give up. Appreciate that, man, for real. Word. All right, y'all. Hey, that's the show for today. Reese, again, thank you so much, sweetie, for calling in. Um, Mama, I love you. Love you back, baby. Love you more. All right. Hey, y'all, y'all have a great rest of the day. Uh, Thank you to Reese. Thank you to Shanti Dodds. Thank you, Monique. Thank you, Mama. Uh, That's our show for today. If you got a woman in your life, your wife, your girlfriend, your children, uh, your friend, your cousin, your auntie, call them today, tell them you love them. It's Women's History Month. It's Rodney Perry. Have a great day. Good job, Madeline.